0: I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Another episode of your Joshua Project Podcast. Hey, we're stoked that once again you've joined us after hopefully what you had was an amazing Easter. Hey, we hope that you're sharing this with some friends and family as well. JoshuaProject.community That's the easiest way to get people to the website and to the podcast joshua project dot community hey we had a great easter my seven-year-old daughter naomi and i went to listen to bethany hamilton in the morning then we rendezvoused with the rest of the family down to our home church la jolla christian fellowship and what a great day it was after church we got together with a bunch of friends and had a big old potluck and a sweet time of worship, just an amazing Easter this year. But one of my concerns this time of year, friends, is that we so quickly forget about Easter. I see it happen with Christmas, too. The fun, the excitement, and then the next week starts. And we soon forget about The pain and the agony that Jesus Christ went to leading up to the cross. We soon forget about the life that we have because he actually died for us. And we forget about the joy that we should be experiencing in our lives because as our Lord and our Savior, we know that he rose again and that he ascended to his rightful place in heaven. And so I love this scripture that we see in John chapter 15, that Jesus is the vine and we are the branch. We actually get to be a part of what God wants to do here on earth. You know, this time of year, we often start to till the soil in the garden. We have to pull out the weeds that grew during the summertime We need to start enriching the soil with some compost and some nutrients. And Jesus is using this same idea of gardening as something that we need to work and something that we need to enrich in. That all the good stuff, the good fruit that is bared is going to come from the root. And we see Jesus as the perfect nutrient for our lives and if we abide in him then he will abide in us and that is such a sweet place to be you know if you look at that word abide it actually means to stay or live somewhere is Jesus welcome to live with you Is your heart somewhere he would want to stay? Abide could also mean to remain or to continue. You see, our faith is not something we put on for two hours on a Sunday or a different attitude that we wear around certain sets of people. He says to remain in me and to continue. Don't stop. Living a life worthy of the gospel. We also see that Jesus actually starts to prune the tree. He starts getting rid of branches that don't produce fruit anymore. He says he throws them away and they become withered. He picks them up and throws them into the fire and burns them. This could just be my own take on this, but I see... We have two choices there abide in Jesus and live a life everlasting. A life that Jesus has promised us to live with Him forever in heaven, a paradise on earth, or to be cast into the lake of fire. So we need to ask ourselves what kind of fruit am I producing? Like, am I enriching the soil so that I don't get clipped from the vine? Some of us might just be a single fruit-bearing tree. That could be the truth. But when we start to pay attention to what we're adding in to our hearts and our mind and our soul... Whether it be the things we watch or read or listen to, we'll get a pretty good gauge of if we are working the soil, if we are adding nutrients to it, or if we're just adding bad fertilizer. See, in our Christian walk, we should be experiencing peace and joy and patience and kindness and long suffering. And while Certain areas of our lives might be improving, other areas might need attention. You know, when we're growing peppers in the garden, sometimes they just get rotten real quick. Either the bugs get to them or that particular portion of the branch isn't getting the nutrients that it needs. And so we have to go out there and cut that old pepper off, cut that bad pepper off of the vine. Because what happens is it's sucking valuable nutrients from the rest of the plant. The rest of the buds that are on there ready to flower into another ripe pepper, it needs the nutrients that that bad one is stealing from it. My friends, don't let Satan steal your joy. Don't allow him into areas of your heart, your mind, your soul, By the things that you choose to watch or listen to, be on guard, brothers, for those things so that we are not withered up, thrown into the fire, and burned. In our Christian life, when we are producing these fruits, it starts to produce something in us a better temperament, a better disposition. You know, quite honestly, I kind of like to get in fights. I like to measure myself as a man. I know that's a very worldly way, but I'm just being honest with you. I'd like to see if I could take a punch. But now, I'm better equipped to just walk away from those situations. Perhaps that's just called growing up. Or having a family and children and a future to hold on to. But I really like to look at the idea that Jesus, the fruits of the Spirit that come from remaining in him, is working in my life. That I would rather be a peacemaker. Our life, our conversation is changed when we start to practice the fruits of the Spirit. And our devotion and our obedience to God will be evident. By the amount of fruit that we are producing in our lives. You know, the unfruitful will be taken away. Jesus gives us his word here in this illustration. But he says that if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish. And that is the type of relationship that I want to produce with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What hinders us in our unity with Christ? Are we purifying our hearts to bring heaven to earth? We have the power of the cleansing virtue of His Word. And when we bear much fruit... Our Father in heaven is glorified and honored. So friends, as we go out this week, may we hold on tightly to the idea, to the reality, and to the truth of what Easter is really all about. May the conversations that we have, the interactions that we have with our friends, our neighbors, and our co-workers bring glory and honor to our Heavenly Father who loves us unconditionally that He has given us a hope and a future and an identity in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Until next week, my friends, I love you.